This is the Stand Strong Podcast with Carrie Stoker, episode number 28, The Stay Home Mom's Bio. Welcome to the Stand Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Stoker, and I help Latter-day Saint women strengthen their family relationships. Family life has many challenges, especially when a child suffers from mental illness. I understand these challenges, and I can teach you through stories and the Word of God how to navigate this challenging road. And I'm glad you're here, so let's get going. Hi, folks. Hey, the retreat that I am directing is in two days. And I am so excited. I can't believe it. It's just, it's here. And I've been talking about it for so long and doing all the plans. And now it's going to be here. There's women coming from all over the country. Well, in Canada too. And I kind of always feel like they're part of the same country, but I guess we're the same North America landmass. But um, I'm just so excited about it. So that's in a couple of days. You will want to look for this coming up again in a year or whenever the plans are. I'm not sure if that has been settled, but um, you'll want, if you're not coming to this one, well, even if you are, watch for the plans for the next one. But right now the registration is closed. We are at capacity with over 60 women attending. This is going to be amazing. So a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned in my podcast that I had gone to check out the venue and and that I had stayed with a friend in Logan, Utah. I want to talk more about that, about my stay with my friend, because she has been on my mind since I left there. The story goes like this. Her and I are standing in her kitchen area, and something about numbers came up. She said something about numbers, like she had some numbers off the top of her head. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And she said, oh, it's just back to my um, my physics degree or interest. I'm like, what? She said, yeah, I, I have a degree in astrophysics. <laughs> like, wowzer, you have a degree in astrophysics. And my mind just got blown a little bit. Um, I knew she was bright and, um, and accomplished. Like I had already ascertained from when she was serving a mission in our area in Kennewick, I had learned that she, or I guessed that she was a very accomplished, um, viola player. And so I wasn't necessarily surprised that she had this kind of a degree, but I I just hadn't I just didn't know it. I just didn't realize how smart she might be <laughs> in my estimation, right? Like that's all my thinking. I know it is, but um anyway, so as we were talking, she started telling me the story about her education, which was so fascinating. She said when she was about 14, she really was ready for a college level instruction. But her parents would not let her um go to college. Like they just didn't want her yet to be in that environment, like to be off to school. And and so they provided for her advanced instruction, but in a high school setting. And so she had 
instructors that could teach her at a very high level the math that she loved and whatever else instruction that she would need or loved to help her just keep learning and growing while she was still in high school. And then when she was uh, graduated from high school, I think she graduated along with her age group in her class, she went off to college so excited to learn. She was so excited to finally get to go and and um, earn her degree. And, and when she was there, I, I mean, just like on the first day, she meets the man that she eventually marries, but she <laughs> insists that she was not there to date. She wasn't interested um, just because she was so interested in going to school. So there's just such a beautiful story there that she told, and and I won't tell all of that story about them getting married and and all of that, but just that this, I just really had no idea how much education was um, an important part of her those years. And she had said that, you know, she got, um, oh, what's the word? harassed a little bit. She was um, often questioned about her degree and people would ask, so what are you doing with your degree? And I don't know at what point she learned to answer, but she would say, who do you think helps the kids with their homework? (laughs) She says this with just such a beautiful smile and, and, um, and also I guess the confidence that she was using her degree very well in helping her own children in getting their education. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe she told me that all of her children, which are five, have advanced degrees. They all have graduate degrees. So very impressive as far as um, following an educational path in their family, very accomplished family. And my friend is a stay-at-home mom. And all of her kids are married and grown and have kids of their own. And her and her husband very proudly stand as heads of these beautiful, beautiful families and and continue to lead them. Now, my story about this friend of mine is important for my topic of mental health issues. Because um, during a really particularly difficult time, when one of my daughters was really challenged, really struggling, and um, the situation became somewhat critical, I came home to this lovely little gift bag on my front porch. And, And it was from this friend of mine who had now left the mission and was back in Logan where she lived, but she had left this gift. And so I wrote her and thanked her for this gift and just let her know that it came at such a good time because my heart was so heavy and 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 the reasons why my heart was so heavy because of so much concern for this um, daughter of ours. So she wrote me back and and she gave me another gift with this thing that she wrote back. She gave me a gift of a candle and she said, light this 
And that is like having a hug from me. And then she tells me this story about in their own family, they had some challenges very similar to what we were experiencing. Um, she told me some of the story because in the end of her letter, she said, you need to know that things work out. And then she told me about how their child was now in a very stable place um, mentally. And I know that that doesn't mean that will always be the case. But I do know that that can be, that can be reached and um, sought after. And her letter really gave me that hope. Like I can keep moving forward, keep trying to find solutions and um, help take care of my family. So I bring up the story for that reason, because she was so impactful and so helpful at this, at this time when life was, it just felt precarious for my daughter. It, our family life seemed to be so shifted from what I thought, you know, it might look like. Um, but she she just came, she just swooped in like an angel and helped me have a new perspective and a heightened perspective, an eternal perspective. Now, I want to pull back this view of the scenario because I'm now observing this beautiful woman who who is a bit older than I am and and imagining like her the power that she contributes to the world especially now having so much wisdom having so much experience and i started thinking about what kind of letters would i put behind her name <laughs> like what kind of like advanced degrees or training or certification or what would it be? What would I put behind her name? So I'm going through this whole mental exercise for my own indulgence, because as I have entered much more of the workforce, um, as I have been out there a little more as a working woman and you know, planning the retreats and that kind of thing where people are asking, like, who are you? I did actually have someone <laughs> set up an appointment with me on my calendar and wanted to know how come I was doing what I was doing. <laughs> like, who am I? So it was kind of fun to talk to her about that and explain where I came from, which is a stay-at-home mom. But I, you know, it really is just my own, like, my own mind management that I have been working on. And I find myself so often just thinking like, I know so much. <laughs> I have so many skills. And what what feels um, really right to me is to just have this call out to all of the stay-home moms and have them just step forward in their power claiming all of this skill set and wisdom that they have for having stayed home. So I want to also kind of just explain what it was like to be a new mom in the 90s. 
because that is when there was so much conversation in the church about women staying home and not working and choosing to stay home and not um, delaying a family for a list of reasons and for not going to work so that you could provide some of the extra nice things in life. And so there was a lot of conversation about that. And and I was choosing to stay home. Like that's something that I always wanted to do. I always just wanted to be a mom and thought about being a social worker after my kids were all gone off to school or out of the home. And so I I always just wanted to do that. So it wasn't like a hard sell for me. Like I'm like, yeah, of course, stay home. That's what I want to do. However, among my peers and the other um, women in the ward, wards and stakes um, and around the country, I think there was this feeling about that, that um, those who were stay-at-home moms felt validated. Those who were not felt judged and rightly so. I, I think I had to manage my mind a lot about that, about judging those who were off to work. Until the day that I I actually had this very significant dream one night that had a message for me that was very specific about just staying home and taking care of my family and household and all that instead of going out into the workforce because I had been really studying to be a real estate agent and thinking about it and and looking into programs. And so I really wanted to go out and, and be a real estate agent. I just thought that would be sort of an exciting thing to do. And my husband was supporting of it because he was thinking that'd be kind of cool to have a little more income and but but I had this dream, and in the dream, I knew that I was to set aside any of those um, <laughs> big plans to be in the workforce, but instead to stay home and, and take care of the kids and the house and the everythings. Well, about the same time, like within weeks, I had another friend who had a very significant experience that told her she was supposed to work. And and she had um some young kids and so they were in they were put into daycare. I think one of them might have been in school and the other one was put into um like a childcare facility and during the day when she worked and and I had a lot of confidence that her message was for her. She was indeed to work. And my message was for me that I was indeed not to go out and work in the work in, you know, out in the world. And, and so that really resolved a lot of the judgment that I was having in my own mind, because I could see like, yes, God will direct this. However, generally speaking, it was taught to that mom should stay home with their families and not to be out of the house working. This caused some, um, I don't know, the feeling around that. Uh, it, it was challenging. I, I guess I'll just say that. And that has carried on over the years, right? Like it feels like we are we're re, we're looking at that again. We're examining that and seeing really what was meant and was that meant for then at that time very specifically we needed to hear that how does that impact now and i don't 
I don't even, I don't even worry actually about all of that. I know that I did what I was um, called to do. And I know that this friend of mine who was supposed to work, I know that she was called to work. And so I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) But that has been a thing. And it's something that now women my age are just are just grappling with a little bit, like trying to make sense of that when it feels like opportunities are just so open now for women to work and it feels like it's being embraced a lot more. So I don't know. Um, it's something I want to, that I want to think more about, but what I want to really emphasize now is that what I chose to do and this calling I had to be a stay-at-home mom brought with it so much experience and skill and wisdom and adventures (laughs) that um, I feel like those of us who who would have this designation of stay-at-home, that we would have our own set of letters behind our name. We'd have our own list of qualifications and skills for why we would be so good on a certain subject. And so that's what I want to just, I I guess, offer as an option. That I see that there is this army of very powerful women that have been raising children and staying home and and they have like uh, they have a uh, they have a significant role in preparing the world for the second coming and again i want to really just clarify so that i'm not misunderstood i just want to clarify that i am i am trying to i guess raise the awareness of the power of a stay-at-home mom, raising the awareness of all that has been accomplished and the skill set that has been obtained from doing that because there aren't letters or degrees or whatever to put behind that name. And so I just want to raise the awareness of it without diminishing the significant value that women who have been working and raising a family have added to the world. Now, to all the women, I think it would be so valuable to go back in your mind and think about all of the experiences and all of the Um, things that you've done, all the opportunities that have been yours to help, serve, teach, love, contribute, and get yourself a little list going so that when you recognize those things that you have done, and I've done this myself, just gone back and like, wait, I have done this and I could do that. And it's amazing how I can coordinate eight schedules at one time. (laughs) You know, these are valuable skills. And just, I've done this, like you go back and the value of that so that you can see now where life has um, taken you and what you can offer to the world. Because it's significant. Yes, we're going to have this army of powerful women. I love you, ladies. You're amazing. 
You are exactly who we need to be caring for and looking after and nurturing and supporting those who have mental health challenges. All right, I will be back next week. I hope I actually am going to be gone for a couple of weeks, but I'll sneak in a podcast in there and hopefully give you an update on how that retreat went. Talk to you soon.